0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Mind Zoo for the Future. Well, I thought I'd change things up a bit today and have a look at some questions on the internet that I can answer and maybe spark some waves to get people to send in their questions they might have for me. And see if something that's something they resonate with, so I'm going to try my best and find a few questions. I thought I'd head on over to Reddit, which is always a a mind field but let's let's have a look and see if we can find something interesting so, oh so it's sorry, bit of a technical thing there, so they've gone to. Reddit asks teenagers what questions do you want answered. So there's some quite fun and interesting things here. So the first question that anyone could think of was, in all the questions you could ask being a teenager, what can you eat or can you eat whatever you want during work? Well, that's quite interesting. I mean, I do love a bit of food myself and uh, it really depends on your job, I suppose. What what people have mainly said here, though, and what kind of food you want to eat. You know, if you're somewhere where it's quiet and like a library, you can't be eating crisps all day because they're a bit noisy. Maybe boiled sweets are more appropriate for a library. Um, some jobs are a bit dangerous to be eating during working. If you're operating heavy machinery or dangerous machinery, or even if you're like a surgeon, because you might drop your sweet, might drop your food inside your patient and accidentally sew it back up. I mean, that's a bit gory, but you, you roll roll with me here. Um, but mostly, I think people care about. I might tend to have to agree with, is, is your food stinky? Um, yes, you can't really be eating blue cheese or fish if you've got surrounded by lots of people. Um, but really, if you want to eat whenever you want during work, you're probably better off being your own boss. And then no one can say, Jack, do you really, can they? All being a chef and you can just eat all day and cook what you want, really. Your own chef in your own restaurant. Or a cookery blog or something, that would be quite fun. So what have we got for our next question then? So the next question is quite a good question, actually. And it's something I wish I'd have known when I was a teenager. So it says, I'm a huge introvert and my only friends come from school. Where do you meet new friends as an Forced to make friends at school. That is like the majority of our day, apart from our family who we already know. And whether we're friends with them or not, we kind of have to live with them. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if you do any extracurricular activities or like scouts or, you know, art classes or anything like that. But as a kid, that's where you can make friends outside of school or friends of friends, you know doing something new, going outside of your comfort zone. And I suppose that's the same as an adult, really. But one thing I would say is really think about what kind of friends you want and then go from there. So, you know, if you want a really cool friend to go drinking with, well, if you're a teenager, I don't you. Would go drinking with, but you want a really cool friend to go skateboarding with, then you you'd probably most likely hang out at the skate park. Or if you wanted a a friend who you could study with, then maybe you might go to the library to find them. You know, so kind of think about what kind of friend you would like first, and then think about where you might find that that kind of person or more likely to find. A friend there, so for instance, if you wanted um, a friend who I don't know I'd say a friend say a friend who is into fashion that could help you with your dress style and go shopping with, then would you? go and hang out at the shopping centre or the mall and find them? Or would you find them fishing at the river? I mean, you could find them fishing at a river. They might have similar... You know, they might have extra other interests interests that they like. But, yes, you'd probably most likely go to the place... Where you'd want that kind of friend and hang around there and see what turns up. But also, try going out of your comfort zone and doing something new. Because that's always a really good experience to say to the universe. You know, I'm ready to try something new. I I want to manifest a new friend, a good friend. And sometimes it can surprise you doing something that you've not done before you know, and you might meet a different type of person altogether that you wouldn't have even expected to ask the universe for, which is quite cool. And the next question is, how do you decide on what job you intend on first getting? I hear people talk about how they want to be a gynecologist or a pilot or a mechanic. And here I am thinking, well, Those are all nice, but there's also some nice things here and some nice things there. None of them really seem nice enough to be definitive. I would say start as you mean to go on. Do something that you love doing. I mean, unless you intend to go straight into a million pound investment banker job, you know and you've got the contacts for that well that's fine but pretty much everyone's first job is really low paid and it's done for the experience so I would suggest doing something that you enjoy doing your passion and gain the experience for that because everyone's when they, they start doing their own work or starting their own business or doing living their passion rather than a Than a higher paid job. That they really hate doing. Everyone starts out really low paid. To start with anyway. Because you have no experience. You might as well get that experience. In doing something that you love. And use that time. Where you're going to get a low kind of pay. Where you can. You know have enough energy. To get a second job. Or maybe still live at home. Or something. And use that. To build up. The experience and the time spent doing, doing, yeah, doing something that you love. So, I would say that. I wish I'd done that and said listen to my parents. Might be a whole different ball game, and I still might, I might actually know what I want to do now instead of being 41 and still not having much of a clue, really. I'd like to be a tour guide for the universe that might be quite fun actually but i'd need to find some extraterrestrials with a spacecraft that is capable of holding a human so six and two threes really (laughs) right so someone else asked can you be happy living alone well yes you can I mean, me personally, I absolutely loved living alone. In fact, I haven't lived alone, but I mean, as an only adult, I've got two two teenagers. But yeah, being the only person that adults in the house, then it kind of is living alone, really. I'm responsible for everything because if I would be, if I was living alone, Actually, probably more because I've got two kids to be responsible for. But, um, yeah, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. So I think living alone, it's nicer because you don't, I worse for me, from my perspective, is I don't have my parents nagging me and being kind of poopy heads which is really nice if you have narcissistic parents and actually it's a breath of fresh air, all I wanted when I was a kid is five minutes of peace and quiet and I love my house because it is it's very calm and relaxed, that's not to say it's not hectic when the the teenagers meet up in divine timing at some point in the house but usually they've got enough space to just chill out by themselves and do what they want to do when we all get together when we need a bit of company and a bit of love and it works out really really well so even though I don't live alone I do live alone but we don't live alone it's kind of strange really but it works for us as a good dynamic we've all got our own space we've all got our time and leave each other alone but We know on the other side of that door that there's a whole lot of love and company if we need it. And I like being responsible for everything because I know I'm capable. And I know I can get things done. And I don't have to be perfect. But I do a pretty good job. pretty good job and I'm really proud of myself. And after a difficult, difficult childhood... And then continuing them cycles through to adulthood relationships. I'm at the point now where, yeah, I'm on my own. I mean, I'm never lonely because I have, like, God and the archangels and Jesus and everyone to chat to whenever. And I have friends who come in and out. The only thing I would say is living alone is having to... Be the one who decides what to have to freaking dinner every day. And have being the only one that does all the washing up in the housework. I know my kids are getting older and I can share some of the chores. Which I don't mind. I feel a little bit bad for because not that they do much in the grand scheme of things. But um, I'm like, yes, I have children. I shall put them to work washing up and cooking dinner. Once a week And putting the rubbish out What chores can I give my children (laughs) They can go to the shop and buy me chocolate And feed me chocolate While I lie in bed and watch Netflix (laughs) So that's quite fun And that's also quite a positive for having children Is you have mini-slaves Although the negative is the mini-slaves demand Labour union and pay rises and keeping all the change when you go to the shop, <laughs> which which is good. I did tell them to um, go and start washing cars or something and making themselves a bit of extra cash, and they said that's one degree away from child slave labour mother, and they were going to report me to the FBI. So I was like, good luck with that, because I pay the phone bills, and I'll just disconnect the Wi-Fi. which is another good reason for living alone because you're in sole charge of the wi-fi password (laughs) well my computer's frozen now but luckily there's another question on the screen so I shall answer this one and probably keep it a short one today because I've got a bit of a headache I think I'm over tired so But yeah, something interesting happened today. There was actually a couple of interesting things, which I'll I'll chat about at the end. I'll answer this question first. So it goes, when you work in an office, what the hell do you do? It seems like traffic, sitting in a queue, getting coffee, sitting in a room, watching PowerPoints and more traffic. But what do you do for eight hours? Wow, that's quite interesting. I'm a little biased about office work because I've had some really tedious jobs. And some really weird jobs and some really poopy jobs. I've had a lot of temping jobs, which actually I liked because you get to switch up your work. Oh look, it suddenly worked again now when I said work. To switch up your work and your job and learn new skills and do new things and if you can if you're a pretty fast learner and pretty adaptable person, then temping's quite fun, especially during the, the holidays and stuff. Um But yes, I used to work in this one place doing data entry, which is typing out stuff from a printout and putting it into a chart. And that was it, literally typing all these figures. And they used to make the dry powder coatings for McDonald's foods, like for the batter and stuff like that. Oh, I used to get so fed up with it, so fed up with it. I I used to play mind sweeper on the computer as well which was like if you remember it's like a 90s microsoft windows game and have a little msn chat with my friends and then i'd get pulled up every about five minutes you're not working properly well i've got two hands i can do two things at the same time but yeah i didn't particularly enjoy that job and i think it was more because of the people i worked with there was some good people but There were some really mean people. used to get very jealous of me for some reason. And, well, that happens a lot in my life, to be honest with you. I don't understand why people get jealous. Because I'm like, I used to have no self-value. So, why would they get jealous of that? I don't know. Anyway. But, yes. So, I... one fun job I had was putting the rings on ring binders You know the metal clippy bit in the middle On the ring binders That was quite interesting I did that for a week And that was actually temping And my dad was working for the same temp place And we got put together there once oh, And there was another place Which was quite interesting It was a warehouse And we used to count nails to put in boxes You know like when you get pre-packed nails A pack of 20 nails and screws and that at the DIY store. Well, this particular place had no table and no chairs, so we used to sit on cardboard boxes filled with rubbish and crap so that they didn't collapse, and we could sit on that. And there was no toilet, so we used to have to go out the warehouse, out the industrial estate, into the supermarket, and use their toilet, which was always fun. So we could just nip off and have a natter for five minutes and say we're going to the toilet. Because it would actually take that long. But apart from that, that job was pretty easy going and there wasn't much rules apart from being able to count to 20. So that was good. I did enjoy that. Uh, I've worked in pubs before, which was quite funny because they used to have these silent alarms in pubs. So you push this little red button and it goes straight to the police station. The police arrive within a minute, all flashing lights and sirens. Now I didn't realise this, and I thought these little red buttons under the bar were for hanging the tea towels on. So I just used to kind of pick up the wet tea towels and push them in the try and push the button to hang them on there. And um, yes, the police come along two minutes later, all flashing sirens, riot vans. Where's where's the problem? What's going on? You've pressed the emergency alarm. No it isn't No you pressed on buttons. Oh what the tea towel buttons Yes, that was quite fun. Quite fun. Gosh I've had lots of jobs jobs stacking paper into envelopes and selling double glazing over the telephone. And Oh, doing customer surveys over the telephone. i got a pound for every survey completed. But that was quite nice. That was back in the days where you used to be able to smoke on your desk, which you can't do much anymore. But, yeah, what was the question? See, I've chatted away now. Oh. Yeah, so it depends. I mean, you can work in an office and do a job you love and absolutely love it. But I dunno, I like jobs where you work with the general public and because you get different types of things to switch it up each day because everyone's different. So even if like ten people had the same problem, it would be ten different problems because of the the circumstances and things. So that that's quite interesting. I do like that. Yeah, it depends really. But yeah, it can be if it's a job you don't like and it's just an office job for money. And it can be absolutely oh, eye crunching. I don't know. Oh yes, yeah, so I was going to tell you about the strange things, about well, the good things that happened to me. So, so I woke up this morning and I had to get something done. So I thought I'd I'd wake up and get up when I needed to and um, get on with things before it was time to sort the kids out for school and uh, I woke up I looked at my my phone and it said 0051 so it's nearly one o'clock in the morning I thought that's a bit early I need to go back to sleep and get some rest and so I was sitting there thinking about it I so thought I'll go and get, have a cup of tea because I have decaffeinated coffee so there's not that caffeine rush anyway so it's, or um, a bit of purple tea or something have a hot drink and settle back to sleep and I looked at my phone again and it was blinking quarter six in the morning nearly so that was very strange we must have jumped timelines or gone through a portal or something like that and the next thing was this, this, I was in this chat room, this local chat room for local people, which is quite fun. And and this girl messaged me and said, oh, I hear you do tarot readings. And I was like, "Um, I can do, yeah. She said, well, and then she started to explain that she'd lost her brother about a year ago. And so I thought, I'd, oh, well, I'd help her out, see if I can read anything. And so I had, so I talked to her and had this vision come through of her sitting at a desk writing with a pile of books next to her. And I was like, would you read? And she says, I don't, but I used to. She said, do you, do you write? Are you going to be a writer? You're going to do something successful, your brother's saying. And she said, no. I don't write, I'm dyslexic In fact, I hate writing I was like, okay He said, maybe it's not my brother And I was like, well, th- that's for you to decide Anyway, whether Whether you feel it is or not I said, I can only interpret what I see But I definitely see you sitting writing With a pile of books I said, are you going to study anything? Perhaps you go back to college To study something to do with writing So said, well, I'm at college now I said, oh, that's interesting. She said, I'm studying counselling. And I said, oh, are you? So am I. She said, what, Western College? And I said, yeah, at the same college. She said, what level are you doing? I said, level two. She said, so am I. And she said, what day do you do? I said, well, I do a Friday. And she's like, well, I do Thursday?" That's interesting. I said I've got I've done the course before and I've got all the notes because I did it online before I started it for a different reason, and um, I've got all the notes and I've got loads of like little books and other notes and cool little things I've made. I'll send them over to you. She's like, really? She said I've been struggling so much. I've had to miss the last three lessons because I've had to isolate and I've not been well. And I was really worried and really stressing and really struggling. And that writing's not my strongest point, she said. She said, that's amazing. I said, well, there you go then. That's that's why you showed me who you were needing to write. And, and that was just such a beautiful coincidence of things coming together. And it was so nice to be able to help someone. And I do love it when the universe lets me help. I really do. And I got, you know, a brother helped her out and things all come together. And it was a really, really nice experience. And I just want to say thank you to the universe for that. So I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I'm going to pet because I am absolutely donkeyed, <laughs> If you get the expression. Knackered. Knackered like an old donkey today i've had such a beautiful day and it's been lovely to share it with you too so i hope you'd like to answer some of my questions So please please come and give me some questions and answers that would be amazing you give me questions i'll give you answers yes that'd be great email me at themindzoo at gmail.com. and take care and catch up tomorrow